This podcast contains strong language and adult themes. Date Night Beijing, your guide to loving Beijing with hosts Nathan and Rachel. Every week we'll bring on a guest and share about different topics related to dating in Beijing. First dates, bad dates, breakups, and everything in between. We'll also have read-in stories and want you, our listeners, to get involved. Welcome back to Date Night Beijing. <laughs> that's it. Welcome, yeah, that's welcome it. back. We're so well, happy you're here. Welcome back, Beijing daters. Make sure you have a drink in your hand. That's way better. You should do the intros from now on. <laughs> I shouldn't be responsible for anything serious in this podcast. You're just, the leader. Yeah, I'm, I want to be like the Chandler Bing of the podcast. You know, the just Chandler like Bing. just a few witty comments every now and again. That's it. That's it. That's the goal. Okay. Yeah. Well, anyways, guys, welcome back. We just had a soft lunch with episode zero. We hope you guys enjoyed that. All the six people that listen. All six people. We appreciate you. We hope you guys are having some great date nights in Beijing. And we're back again for episode one of our first official launch of Date Night Beijing. So since the last uh, podcast, has anybody been on any dates? I have. I have been on two dates since then. Uh, Successful? Uh, how do you define success with a date? Okay. We can get into that later. Okay. Did you have fun? Were they fun dates? They were good dates. Overall, pretty good dates. One was actually really, really great. One was kind of meh. How about you guys? I've been on a date. Um, it was a coffee date. It was a day date. And I know we're going to talk about this later in the podcast, but um, mm. it, it was good. It was good conversation, but I think it was because I don't usually do date dates that it just felt off i think the date was actually fine and, and maybe i'm overthinking it yeah but we'll get into that later we'll definitely talk about that the difference in, in like the ambiance between day and night dating i think that's what it was i wasn't used to it i was in unfamiliar territory mm. how about you eleanor well i haven't been on a date but i have had um one interesting person on tinder that i spoke to um a bit of a sneaky sexter so uh I'll leave that there, and maybe I'll tease you with it later. I am. I've already. I've already heard about this story. I'm so excited to talk about it more. <laughs> I just. Good. I just want you to tell. I just want you to read it out again, <laughs> the way that you read it to me. I will do my best to make it as uh, uh, realistic as possible. <laughs> Great. So this episode is about how to uh, get first dates, uh, and then possibly hopefully move on to a second the tricky transition from first date to maybe the rest of your life definitely so last episode if you listen to that we touched a little bit on first dates and dating in Beijing we're hoping to dive into that a little bit more and talk more about the before the date and also getting to that second date like Nathan mentioned so shall we get stuck in let's get stuck in let's do it so let's get started on episode one and let's talk about how do you even get a date in Beijing? How do you get a first date? Does it happen from Tinder or do you meet somebody out and about? And is it different than other parts of the world? What is it like in Beijing? Well, interestingly, recently I've been doing more Tinder dates than I have been doing like real, like meeting people in real uh -huh. life and then asking them for a huh. date. Whereas maybe a couple of months ago I was meeting people in real life and then going on dates. But now for some reason, I'm I'm going through a Tinder phase. I don't know why, and this seemed like less organic. You know, there's like there's something missing about that. I don't know if it's because it starts on Tinder, and the whole point is to get off Tinder and then meet, and you know that you're going to meet if the conversation's going well. 
Um, I think I like the spontaneity about just meeting somebody. Yeah, I feel like I'm the exact opposite. Lately, I've been meeting people just out and about, and I haven't been on Tinder. I just got a new phone like recently a few months ago, and I haven't even re-downloaded it again. But I remember when I first moved to Beijing, I did use it a lot because I wasn't out meeting people as much. And I don't know. Yeah. I think I'm in between the both of you. So I go to Tinder if I haven't met anyone in a while, if that Mm -hmm. makes sense. But I actually prefer to meet people out because I feel like then you can get to know them a little bit. Whereas Tinder, as we kind of spoke about before in the previous episode, is a little bit, you know, it's kind of a hookup thing. So sometimes I don't know whether I can take them that seriously. Um, but I also think that maybe when it gets to around winter time, it's a lot easier to sit at home <laughs> and like swipe through people rather than actually yes. go out because it's like getting colder and people hibernate a bit more. So it's easier to use Tinder to like arrange a date. Yes. Is, is it no? bad that on my Tinder I've run out of people? It says no new people in the area. <laughs> There's 22 million people in Beijing. <laughs> Like, you need to change your search settings. Oh God, it's it's bad. I think that's like a that's a wake up call. You know, <laughs> that's happened to me though. And then the next day, there's more people. So do you think that my miles is set? There's like a thousand mile radius. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Nathan ridiculous. wants a date, guys. Nathan really wants a date. Okay. It's just not, I don't know what it is. Maybe I need to change my pictures. So like change. It's that Billy Joel song. That's what it is. That's, that's what, what it is. is. That's what it is. On Take my, away, Billy Joel. That's what it is. If you just listen in the last episode, I confess that my Spotify song on Tinder is a Billy Joel song. I've got to begin again. It's beautiful. See, I think you should change it to Ray J One Wish. And I think you'll get so many more women. <laughs> the thing you said about Tinder, about being a hookup thing, because I read the bios, and a lot of people, a lot of girls, they write, you know, no one night stands. So I don't, the, the people that are on there are just getting hookups. It's like, I don't know if I'm hot enough to get the hookup dates. Because I'm meeting the, the ones that are looking for Husbands. Hmm. Is that it? Is there only a one night stand or just husbands? Or is it that, the, the, or is it that the girls can the, the, um, uh, negotiate that or they direct that? A guy can't do it so much. I don't think so. I don't think there's so. a lot of guys on Tinder that actually do write no one night stands, like looking for relationships. Yes. But there's also a lot of ones that clearly state they're already married in an open relationship yes. as well. There's a which lot is, of them. There's a lot. Yeah. Well, um, guys. Yeah. Okay. yeah. A lot of guys that, that have that in their bio. Um, maybe I'm just not clicking on the one. No, I do. Maybe I just don't really get hmm. the conversation going with them. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. How do you guys feel about other expats dating in Beijing, though? Do you think most people have met other people and go on dates with Tinder a lot? Or do you think they're also meeting other people out organically, meeting I, up in bars? I think it's hookups. When, when I hear my friends mm-hmm. talk about it, it's, it's how did you meet that guy? Or, you know, what was your date the other night? It was like, oh, I met somebody in this bar, or I met them through this friend. Mm-hmm. No, I, I, Not many people tell me Tinder. But I don't know whether they would confess that. I don't think be, going on Tinder is anything to be embarrassed I about. I don't think it has the same, I don't know, maybe people are more open about it stigma. nowadays. Yeah, the stigma's not there as much, yeah. No. I agree with you, though. I think most people do tend to actually meet people out more than they actually do on Tinder. Do you think that's a Beijing thing? Is it because Beijing is such a large city and the expat, or the expat population hangs out in kind of the same areas and it is easy to meet people here? Or do you think that's how dating is around the world now? I think that's dating in China. Honestly, from living in multiple different cities, it's actually a lot easier to meet people when you're out because expats do hang in the same area. Yes. So in that case, yes, it is 
better to meet people when you're out and about rather than any sort of online dating. Whereas I think in other parts of the world, like due to like different kind of aspects of your life, like maybe things cost a lot of money so you don't tend to go out. I think people tend to online date a lot more. Definitely in the UK, I feel like a lot more people than I know there than here actually met people online and then started a relationship. But that might be as well that they wanted to settle down and didn't have didn't plan to have a lot of options whereas here I feel like people generally just tend to want a lot more options it's, it's interesting you said like wanting to sell down it's interesting you saying that because I went on a date a couple of weeks ago and it was clear that the the girl was looking for the next big thing like she wasn't dating to fool around and and that actually put a bit of pressure because we we did talk about as dreams and, and what we want out of life. But what I realized through the date is that it kind of took away this spontaneity of what could like could anything happen? What will happen? How will it happen? How will it progress? I already knew what she was looking for, and and it just felt like I was either ticking those boxes or I wasn't ticking those boxes. Mm. And I was thinking about the things that I want in in my boxes. You know, like you know what I want to be ticked. And um, it kind of puts a more pressure up. It, it, it felt beginning. a lot of pressure, and we've but, not been on a second date. Yeah, but I've are you called. happy that she was clear about her expectations from the beginning? I think that's also something with the first date. We can dive into this a little bit more. Do you put all of those expectations out there? Do you put exactly what you're looking for, or do you think that's too soon for a first date? I don't. I think that's a bit too soon, if you ask me. But that's just because if you put too many things out there, then you're asking people to fill a criteria and then it becomes more like an interview, not a date. Like you want things to flow. You want to have natural conversation, not like, oh, I'm subconsciously thinking about, does this person tick this box, yes. this one, this one? Like, no, you don't want to sit yeah. there thinking Do you want kids? Do you yeah. want this? I, Too I, much pressure. I once, I once got a date with a girl because I actually, we started talking on Tinder and we were joking about like a resume and she's got, have you got any references? I actually, during work, I actually wrote a resume of my dating life, <laughs> and I made up references, and I, I wrote, like, that. a whole, like, dating career. I was like, you know, uh, Sally Coulson was my first girlfriend in primary school, and I was, like, dated for two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, got fired because I was talking to Katie Leach too much, you know. Um, that's that's funny. Really that's really it. funny. No, it, well, it got me a date. I mean, that's funny. It's Yeah, humor, that's always a good thing. Yeah, yeah, and like it was like in the references, you know, you got to be deprecating a little bit. It's not because of what he was talking about, I promise. But... Oh, I love it. Rachel's getting undressed right now for some reason. <laughs> Maybe it's the wine. I'm not sure. Okay, guys, let's come back to talking about first dates in Beijing and let's talk about where do people go on first dates after you've kind of secured that either you met somebody online from tinder whatever or you met somebody out and about in beijing where do you go for a first date or how about where do you actually so shut up rachel (laughs) (laughs) or how about don't talk how about i have a different idea that's better than yours but before we talk about where you go on a first date where do you even go to meet a lot of people Mm, yes yes so we're in Beijing. Sorry, if listeners. You... Jumped ahead for a second. <laughs> Where do you meet people? Rachel fucked for... up for a second. <laughs> for, all the... <laughs> for all the single people out there, where do you go out in Beijing if you're not wanting to meet somebody on Tinder and you want to meet them out and about? Where do you meet Where them? do expats hang out? So there are like 
loads of areas, but specific bars, like where would you meet people? For me, the number one is Café de la Poste. Yeah. For all of us, it's Café de la Poste. <laughs> yeah. But, or Paddy's. Paddy's? No, not I have Paddy's. never actually, but um, Paddy's sometimes. Is- it, it, it can be good or bad. The problem with Paddy's is that it just gets a little bit too leery, a little bit too drunk, and a little bit too. And you know what? There's crazy. too many locals, as in, and I say that local expats, like too many people know each other. I think. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. if you're gonna go there and you meet someone, then there's maybe bound to be like I don't know some background yes, there. I, I, I picked I yes. picked somebody. I picked somebody up at the end of the night. It was sort of like the. The dregs, you know, like the last of the remainers. <laughs> the final hour. Yeah, the final hour is like, well, it's got to happen now or never. So you, power. You're, you're a little bit more, you know, straight to the point. It's like, shall we get out of here? Let's go. What, Whatever your name is. No, that's, <laughs> that's harsh. That's harsh. That's, that's wow. really harsh. But I think, yeah, Paddy's is a place for that more than, I'd rather be at Post than I would be Paddy's. Yes. But then you've also got, let's There's not forget places. all the areas other places. I mean, the locals okay. buy there too and like other places like that. But so other parts. Like Sanditon area. Yeah. Where, like, things like QMEX, you can meet people, or, yeah. um, like, I mean, the you meet people at events a lot, too, like, trivia nights yeah. at those kind of places. Like, Four Corners. Four Corners, yeah. Yeah. Or, where else has trivia nights? Um, GTO. GTO. Great Outdoors. That's a great place, yeah. We're also forgetting, like, a massive area. I know it's very student-based, but, like, Wudalco. Yes. Oh, yeah, Wudalco. You know yeah, what? I've only been there once. I've only been there twice. Yeah, I never go out there. But I know it's a, a big area. It's, like, yeah. a, a bit of a young kind of scene, but someone like, yeah. looking at me like, Why I'm not that old. Nathan, calm down. But, um, <laughs> no, but also, for people Just turn who, on my hearing aid. I, mean, I missed that part. But for people who live kind of in the centre, it is kind of far to go out there. But if you do, it is actually a good place to meet people. Like, there's Lush and um, there's, like, different restaurants that you could go to. What's that Latino a- one or... I, I don't never know. remember the name. There's a there's a Steps pizza place. Well. There's a like, yummy pa- box. Is that the yummy box? It's like might upstairs. Be. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah, that's a really I could good place. Be wrong. <laughs> I don't know. Um, and then if you want to go fancy, then fancy uh, gourmet. So you've yes. got like the oh, you're not going to meet someone. So where would you meet somebody though? Yeah, Migas. Migas. Okay. Um, I don't know. Okay, so. You can yeah, meet people. There's a lot of places. opportunities, especially if you're t- attending events and like fun things mm-hmm. like that kind of stuff. It gets people mixing and talking a lot. Or if you go to like some sporting events, whatever, especially at Patty's, like that happens, you're talking to a lot of people outside. Like it's a great chance to just mix and it's a good excuse to talk to strangers and meet people. That that's a good point, actually. For anybody who is a little bit unsure about or nervous about just going up to somebody in a regular setting, social events, mm-hmm. charity uh, fundraisers. Um, like groups like the volleyball things or like the rugby or um, like uh, comedy nights meeting people on those nights you get to one find a new bar and potentially meet somebody that's interested in what you're interested in because you have an excuse to talk to a randomer yeah 100 though like you don't have to just approach somebody cold in a bar Mm -hmm. that works for a lot of people but for other people you like i want kind of a reason or like a more natural setting to approach somebody and it's a great way to mix around so i guess then the question is so you meet people in these places but would you actually go on a first date there Mm. okay so i've got a rule about first dates is that you you can't go too fancy no matter what sort of vibe you want in i think if you go too fancy you go to um like somewhere like migas somewhere um uh, how do you say that go out yeah yeah okay i always get that wrong um, I think it's too fancy and it puts too much pressure. Or like the Rosewood. 
You know, that's yeah, more like an anniversary. That's so fancy, yeah. Or like maybe a Valentine's. Yeah. Maybe I would go there for like a first date on a Valentine's if it was special. Yeah. But it's kind not of like a first setting date. Setting the right tone for the yeah, first date. It needs to be Chill, kind of a good, good food good, or yeah. good um, good drinks or cocktails, but casual. Let's say, like, what if you met somebody? We talked about Cafe de la Post. What if you met somebody there? Would you want to go back with that person for a first date to re-meet? And not just, like, a hangout. Not, like, let's get, you know, like... No, it's lazy. A date. Like, you're on a date. Would you go back to revisit the same place, or would you want to plan out a different place? It's unoriginal. Yeah, and also, like, the reason why you probably met them there is because you're with all your friends and stuff. Like, I feel like the places where a lot of expats hang out on a daily basis aren't good places to go on a first date mm. just because you never know. And I'm not saying that it's bad to know other people in a bar, but when you're getting to know someone, I think you really want to sit down and talk to them and not be distracted by like loads of other things or get FOMO of your friends like, having fun over there <laughs> yeah, yeah. and things like that. So I think it's better to pick somewhere. Say if you went, to, you met in cafe, take a first date to like Waldowing area where there's, you know, what restaurant or bars did you say that you liked in that area? In which area? Wudaoying. Oh, the um, there's like a pizza place there. Okay. I think well, you said Pebbles. Like oh, Pebbles. Oh, no. Oh, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wudaoying. Oh, Pebbles. Pebbles. That is actually yeah. my go-to place. I don't know yeah. why I should be revealing that because if anybody's <laughs> okay. listening to this and I've taken you to Pebbles, I've taken other people to Pebbles. <laughs> this, I mean, this, sidebar, like, the whole thing about like going on dates, do you, do you talk to people about going on dates as well? Because that other person may be seeing other people as well. We could talk about this later, I guess. Yeah. I don't think you need to talk about that on the first date. Again, I don't know. But yeah. if you originally meet someone out and about, it may come up in a conversation. But I think if you were to talk about that, it's yeah. a little bit like, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially on the first date. I think the yeah. interesting thing about Beijing is the expat community is kind of small. You might meet and run into people who run in the same circles. And eventually, I think that conversation will come up like, oh, you know, where have you been out before? And like, who have you dated? And like, you know, but I don't, I don't know about first date. You talk I mean, about that. how many people are tunnel sisters or ex <laughs> brothers in Beijing? God, that's scary. I don't want to yeah. know. I don't want to know. Uh, you know like, that's the, six, the thing. The, the six degrees of separation. Yes. It's all through semen. You know? Oh my gosh. <laughs> That's the thing here. But Beijing is like, it is large enough that you can meet new people. But if you're hanging around the same places, would, you're going to run at the same people. Would you date somebody knowing that they've been with somebody else that you know? Oh, do you want somebody, this idea of like having somebody like clean, like obviously you know that they're not a virgin, but you don't want to know that they've <laughs> been with somebody that you I don't, know. I don't, it depends how good of a friend that person is. Like if, because like, Although the expat community in Beijing is huge, right? There's a lot of people. And it's fairly friendly. Yeah. yeah. At the same time, it's like a lot of people have got with the same people. You can't be bitter about that. It's just life. Or a lot of people have been here for years, yeah. too. And things might have happened a long yeah, time ago. <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah. So at a certain point, like, you have to decide, like, yeah, is it, like, what's the bro code? What's yeah. the girl code? Like, is that a good friend of mine? Like, and what's the history? I don't know. Also, it depends on the kind of person you are. So you make your own decision. But I do yeah. think it comes down to the fact of how good of a friend is that person. Yeah. And then, but the thing, is, the thing is, like, you get the fear factor when people tell you loads of different stories. So it's up to you to decide whether you're going to, like, give that person a chance or not yeah. after that, I guess. Yeah. And I think it comes down to, like, what are you looking for from this first date? Some people are just mm. looking for you know, sex, hookups, whatever. Yeah. Some people are looking for something more. So you kind of have to decide like, 
you know, does that matter that much to me? What this person has done with other people and that I know those things, if this is just a fun fling or if it's like, am I looking for something more serious from first dates? Yeah. I, the way I think about it now, just cause I've been single for a little while, um, is that I, I just enjoy first dates. Just like the, the idea of like, um, meeting a girl and then going out for like a restaurant or like going for drinks you know, just that is 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 good. You know, what, what are you what are you doing? I don't know. <laughs> so Rachel started body popping for some reason. I just like when she said like I really enjoy first dates. I got that vibe, and I was like, I do too. Like it's just like the energy of it, and when you know it's going to be a good, it's a good time. And it's like something new is exciting. The yeah. chance to just like meet somebody. I like that. Well, we it's know like that. The, the butterfly feeling, you know? Okay, I'm, I'm going to shut we up. We know serial daters. <laughs> I enjoy first dates. Okay. I enjoy first dates. Okay. I think, I think it's because I like, I like people. <laughs> Eleanor does not enjoy first dates. No, okay, it's not that I don't enjoy Bear in mind, I have said before, I don't necessarily go on a lot of dates. But for me, I think you guys are, like, enthusiastic about things. I think I'm a little bit more hesitant. Mm. I've met a lot considering of your last Tinder story yeah but even yes. if I was to meet someone out and about they, like everyone has background everyone's got baggage in some way and it's like it's a bit nerve-wracking when you sit down and then more stuff comes out is it going to be like stuff that I'm not going to be interested in and then I think that I've wasted my time or is it going to be oh okay this is actually like opened a new door and maybe this there's like mm. potential in the future so I think there's all you could it's all great to be enthusiastic, but I think there is like some sort of nervous factor to it as well. Yes. Mm. Yes. Maybe you guys just don't feel it. No, but I, no do. I think people go through phases as well where you're like in a phase where you're like, I want to meet a lot of people, I want to go on a lot of first dates. And then if mm. you if you do that for a while, after a while you're kinda of like, Well, yeah, I've spent a lot of time meeting new people and I haven't felt like a lot of this is going someplace. Uh-huh. I want to spend more time with my friends, I want to spend more time with this. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like I definitely go through ups and downs with being excited about the dating phase and then, eh, okay, whatever. I think it, and also like the season, like you said, like it's winter time now. A lot yeah. of more people are looking for those. I think it depends on yourself and what, you know, your experiences. I think if you're going out a lot, then you're like, yeah, okay, more people. You meet a lot more people. Um, so, yeah, I don't know, really. Lately, I've gone through a phase where I've been pretty negative about Dates. I've been going on the dates, but it's just been. Do you not <laughs> have it? Your all. I'm not giving it my all. I just, it just, it's. I don't know. It was too much, and I've thought to myself, maybe I need to just pull it back right. a little bit because right. I'm, I'm not that that spark or that that anticipation, that excitement wasn't there and it's just I was going through the motion so it, it can felt, be exhausting it, it, is exhausting. Like, it can be exhausting and you're draining you're like I'm putting my time and energy into this and if I'm not getting much back from it like that creates a very good point so if you're going on constantly going on first dates like again and again yes. and again and they're not leading anywhere isn't it a do you feel drained by it because it's like yes, I keep wasting my yes, time 100%. Like, I'm like, tired of doing the same thing having even if it's not the oh, same God. conversation but it's like Okay, when is, when am I going to find someone that leaves somewhere? And I'm not saying like to turn into a relationship, but yeah. just to even find a more than first date. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I agree. It can be exhausting. So like with the hype of first dates with me and the enthusiasm and the excitement, there can be that flip side of like, yeah, mm-hmm. I'm tired of putting it out all the time and putting this energy and not not knowing if it's going to go anymore past that. And sometimes you just don't get that energy back as well. Like you can be really really enthusiastic after like a great conversation then all of a sudden maybe it turns and you're like uh um well, well I mean well that's it you know that you know if you do have a good first date you know how do you get the second one 
Are we talking about that now? No. <laughs> no? Okay. All right. So That's later. But a good teaser. I've got one for you. Okay. Okay. Um, no. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. So we talked about some great first date places in Beijing. Is there any place you would avoid on a first date? Before we take a break, we'll definitely, we'll just hit on this really quickly. Where would you avoid going on a first date in Beijing? Anywhere that you probably met them first. Like, or anywhere definitely, that yeah. you're... There's a lot of people. Yeah, you like, be able to like I wouldn't go to Patty's on a first date. God no. 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 Like someplace, especially like you said before, like where a lot of your friends and people might be hanging around. Like it might be comforting if you're meeting somebody new and you're not sure about. But honestly, like like you said, I want to just have time to like talk to the some to somebody and like not be interrupted and just really have some time to like connect and not be in a loud setting. So I would avoid places like that. Agreed. Agreed. Yeah, there's not too many places because I think, but that's the thing about Beijing. There's so many mm. cool like, clubs and hutongs, and yeah, you've got so many options. So there's not many places. It's more about who is there that might know me. Yeah. I think that's more <laughs> about it. Yeah. So yeah. shall we take a break? Definitely. Let's take a break. And after we take a break, we're gonna play a fun game. So stay tuned. Get some more alcohol in ya. <laughs> So we are going to play a game now. Are you guys ready? Of course. Yep, I'm excited. So this is a special kind of dating game I'm very, very excited about. And it's called Red Flag, Deal Breaker, or Love It. Ooh. So let's say you're on a first date with someone new. They're perfect in every way except for one flaw or quirk, whatever you want to call it. it will be nice. So I'm going to say what that flaw is. And you have to say whether it's a red flag, a deal breaker, or you love it. Those are the only options, nothing else. Great. So actually, each of us have prepared three flaws or uh -huh. whatever for this certain game we're going to play. So Eleanor is going to start us off by reading out her flaws, and Nathan and I are going to decide if it is a red it is flag, rapid fire. deal breaker, or love it. It's it's rapid fire, but if you have a comment that you want to say okay. about it, we'll okay. allow it. Okay. We'll allow it. Okay, I'm ready. So I'm ready. Eleanor, Nathan, and then me, we will go and share. And, and join in at home. Shout out. If you're on the subway, just... Shout it out. <laughs> Loudly. Yeah. Or if you're at home drinking wine, please play. Okay, we're ready. Okay. Ready. I feel like these ones are important to me. Are you ready? Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay. No eye contact. Red flag. Red flag. It's actually kind of creepy if they don't make what? eye contact with you. Oh, you know what? Where are they looking though? Are they oh, phone or where? You know what's the most annoying? Maybe it's a deal breaker. It's the people that like that, that can't do the eye contact, but somebody's told them just look between the eyes, oh, like you weird. know, just like in the in yeah, the like, just in the middle, of the bridge of the nose. Oh, that's. Weird. I know people that do that. I know one person that looks at somebody's ear. That's weird. And it always freaks me out. It's like, what the fuck's wrong with my ear? There's nothing wrong with my ear. You're just looking at my ear. It's not. It's not you. It's them. Okay. It's them. Oh, totally. Okay. Okay. Next one. Oh, okay. I was gonna make. A oh, comment. oh, sorry. You can make a comment. I'm sorry. You can We're, in. This is no. I was just gonna say, like, I I chose this one, um, because I do a lot of communication, and for me, you listen more than you speak. So if someone's not paying attention to you, and um, body language is more important than actual verbal communication. So if someone's not paying attention to you, they're not listening to you. No eye contact, bad body language, they're not listening. So, so would you say deal breaker? Mm, red flag. Okay. 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 Next one. Drunk after one drink. Oh, red flag. Massive red flag. Red flag. I almost want to say love it because it's kind of funny. <laughs> Cheap date? Yeah. Cheap date. If I was a dude, oh, but you said no. I'll, I'll say red flag. I mean, it's 
not a terrible thing, but like you don't want to have to monitor somebody. It, well, it depends what type of drunk they are. Yeah. Let's, come on. Yeah. They're drunk after one drink. Uh, it's a, it's a red flag. I mean, recently I was dating somebody and they get drunk very quickly, and I've seen it just descend into madness to the point where. I'm not having fun. Mm, you have to babysit and come yeah, and, and wash like, and this worry. Is, yeah, this is, this. you're just ruining my night now. But it's also to the point where can you actually complete that first date because have they gotten so drunk that you can't actually really have a conversation? So. Oh, well, actually, on one, one day, she got so drunk and she wanted to carry on drinking, I had to convince her to get her in, to get in a taxi and go home. Mm. And obviously, that's not what how I wanted my night to end. I'm going more no. towards deal breaker because... I like to drink, and if someone can't really keep up or whatever, then you're just going to annoy me after a while, possibly. Yeah. But not complete deal breaker. We'll see. Okay, okay. ready for the next one? Yeah. This one's a big one. Bad table manners, eating loud, burping, <laughs> farting, anything like that. Deal breaker. It's got to be a deal breaker, I think. They consistently always eat badly. <laughs> like, always. Yes. Always, like, you take them into public and it's embarrassing. Yes. Yeah, it might be a deal breaker. 100% deal breaker. <laughs> there is no way I'm going to sit across from you at a table and you're slurping your food, eating with your mouth open. Hell no, get out. I'd leave, probably leave that day early. Not yeah. happening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, but it, 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 it sounds like one of those things that, you know, if you're enamored with somebody and, and you're just like, oh, this person's amazing and you've got that sort of, you, you're a little bit starstruck and you've got the rose tinted glasses on. It sounds like that's one of the things that you would overlook and then somebody would tell you like a few months down the line. They'd be like, yeah, don't, aren't you bothered that, that he eats with his mouth open? And then it's like, yeah, the glass shatters. It's like, oh, my God, he and does. You never not notice it. See, if someone, even if it was like the person that I see myself, like I know this is really bad, but if like celebrity crush kind of thing, if they sat there and they ate loudly with their mouth open, deal breaker for me. Like the, the eating loudly is just no for me mm. you hate it though I, that is it, your biggest it literally like i, I cannot so think much. about anything else it's like right. a i'm so not, i'm literally sitting there thinking how do i tell them what do i do like and it, like can they stop chewing that loud or like i can see inside their mouth that like, is literally i can't i can't listen to what you're saying it's that bad <laughs> see in that sort of in that same sort of uh uh vibe i guess or like what you're talking about for me it's people that are too rude to waiters oh, that, like that, that insist yeah. that the food like you know because i've been with people that, that want me to talk to the waiter and, and ask why the food's not here yet and it's like well i i can see everybody's working really hard mm-hmm. i i don't think asking the waiter who's not cooking the fucking food to start with is going to make the food appear any quicker i agree with you actually rude mm-hmm. rude people on dates is like to, yeah. to wait stuff is, is annoying, yeah. And, and sometimes when I feel the pressure to like be the, the because I'm the guy, I should be the one to complain and I should be the one to set this injustice right by getting the food or drinks quicker. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, you know, I resent being put into a stereotype. Oh, I, I actually agree with you, yeah. Yeah. And I also think people should be able to speak for themselves. If you're annoyed about something, you get the fucking waiter. Exactly. <laughs> Great. So is that that's your okay, three? That's my three. That was good. That, that, that was good. Okay. Good round. Next. Yes. Your Nathan. Turn. Okay. Okay. <laughs> right, right. Okay. So. Oh, you don't have it. Oh, you do. Have I, I've got it on my. I've got I had it, it on my phone. <laughs> right. Okay. So. <laughs> okay. The first one. It's multiple choice. Um, has a pet lizard, snake, or rat? Any or all or one or. Any or all or one. 
Love it. Yeah, I love I it. I love it. I don't have a I'm not against that. No. Like, I'm not about, I, like, I've just known so many other people who have had pets like that, and I know they're not, like, strange or weird or anything. It I prefer be, a dog or a cat, yeah, usually. Yeah, my pet of but, choice, but, but as long as they don't bring it cuddly, on but, the date with them. Oh, no. God. <laughs> <laughs> then I'd be like, deal breaker. Is that a deal breaker for you? Um, I've generally found that the girls that I've met that have got lizard snakes or rats are <laughs> just a little I, bit weird. I think it's a different thing if girls have it than if a guy. Do you think? Or is that sexually? No, maybe it's not. Maybe it's not. But usually I think it's okay. Okay. Especially like a lizard or like a, I don't know. I don't think I've ever been on a date. I, I don't think I'd has... want to date somebody with a rat. Though. I went back I after like the first date. But... Rats are quite cute. If they're not really? like. If it's a hamster rat. or a gerbil, maybe. But yeah, but people have pet rats. So yeah, they do. That's a thing. Yeah. I would love it. I like animals, though. Yeah, me so. too. I love animals. Okay, okay, okay. Love love it. It. okay, okay. Next one. People that say specifically instead of specifically. <laughs> Deal breaker. I don't know. I think I say red flag. Like, oh, but are they too drunk? Is that, that, they the, no, is that the no, only thing? No, no, they do. Do it. they also say like spaghetti instead of spaghetti? <laughs> <laughs> Espresso. Or, they, or yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Espresso. Wait, is that the only list? thing? <laughs> yeah, let's, let's be considerate let's here. Let's move on to my next one's about disability. Okay. Yes or no? <laughs> Wait, wow. Already, uh, wow, 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 wow. Okay. Um, if that's the only, only word, I don't, red me, flag. No. Yeah. It could be, you know. I okay. say red flag if, just because. I don't, it depends on the context behind it. Yeah. Well, what if it's like that nobody's told them that they're doing it wrong and they don't know? Like, I, I'll it's give you, I'll give you an example. Like, until I was about twenty six, I thought, I thought <laughs> that when you say all intents and purposes, oh, <laughs> you know, like for for all intents and purposes, uh, this is this is true or something like that. I thought the phrase was for all intensive pur- purposes. Yes. Intensive. Intensive, intensive. purposes. And, and I said not. that, and then but somebody okay. looked at me weird, and because he looked at me weird, I realized that I was never sure about that phrase. Mm-hmm. I looked it up, and I thought, oh, my God, 26 years, and I've got this wrong. <laughs> um, so I corrected myself, and, and you know, and, 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 know. My, and my life now changed. You know. My life so changed after that. You won't be a red flag for somebody else now. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. okay. Next one. The last, the last one, okay. This is also grammar-related, I guess, so, like, you know, communication. I see a theme Linguistic here. related. Okay, users youth lingo, that's quoted, unironically, e.g., gonna order extra spicy wings cause YOLO. It's in between red flag and deal breaker. They use it all the time, and maybe you're not sure if they're using it ironically or not. Like, she'd fucking irritate me. Like, if it's ironic, YOLO. I'm about that. If it's totally ironic and meant to be funny because of it's a language thing, I love it. Okay, but if it's, yeah. if it's totally genuine and that's how they always, always, deal always breaker. text, no. Yeah. I, know. I agree with Rachel. Ironic. Love it. I like if some not, funny banter if it's like her. meant to be a certain style, but. Mm. Okay. I hope to God anyone that I go on a date with never says YOLO. I, I, I think you use it all the time. You see, I. I Are you there? I, I tell people that I use it unironically, but I think deep down <laughs> I'm using it genuinely. <laughs> if I was honest with myself. I have not heard you, you say it, but now I'm listening now. I don't no, I'm not I, I you know, it's been a while, but like okay. uh, uh, now I know I know you're a YOLO person. I'm I'm a YOLO person, yeah, totally. Because then people say, Oh, you know, that's so like two thousand fifteen or whatever. When did that come out, YOLO? 
no, no idea. I didn't catch on to that point. trend. It was, it was before 2015. You know what? I, I was in college. Yeah, I was in college. Before 2015? Yeah, I graduated oh. in 2015. God, years go past quickly. <laughs> the one thing I really love, though, is uh, I recently... I recently um, found out what Bay means. I never knew that before. Oh, oh my God, it's Nathan! I never knew it. Where have you been? It's Under so a rock? It's so romantic before Isn't anyone it? else. Oh my God. It's meant to be romantic, yes. It's beautiful. I have one that I am a, uh, I don't know what you call it, but I do it a lot, babe. It's bad, but I do. You do, babe. I, you I do. I'm like, all right, babe, or mate. I do use you those do a lot. Mate. So you made me say mate, and people are like, Americans don't I use just mate. use mate all the time. I'm yeah. like, even if it's someone like that I'm dating, I'm like, all right, yeah. mate, like, yeah. calm down. Are you not supposed to do that? That might be because of the southern thing. You got the London thing. All right, mate. But then yeah. the babe comes from like Essex and then that, I hate saying They say it on Love Island all the time. Are you right, Shreda? Um, yes, oh. they do say I'm like, yes, that's right. Yeah. Yes. So okay. I, I, I call people my love, you know, like, but I do that. I, I think like, it's a term I, mean, that's sweet. Like, I like the way you British people talk. He's British. You're British. <laughs> no, it's nice. You're, you're yeah. like, your words and phrases are very endearing. Then why did you Americans fucking change it? <laughs> All right. Listen, I'm going to yeah, segue okay, into sorry. my topic. Sorry, I'm getting I'm too actually, I'm actually a bit disappointed because a lot of things that I was going to say, you guys have already briefly touched on, but that's fine. I'm prepared and I will have other ones to talk about. Okay. 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 Reset. Okay. Reset. Queen over here. Okay. Okay. Piss. You may have heard them before or right. practiced them before. We'll see. Okay. Um, someone is super picky about their food and sends their food back on your date. Red flag. Red flag. Yes. Yeah. Does it depend on how they do it? What if they have a genuine food allergy or what if they're just being a, a total dick? Yes. If it's genuine food allergy, 100% yeah, sure. agree. I don't want them to die. But if you're going <laughs> to say like, oh, I'm allergic to this. And then after it's taken back, they go, go oh, like, I'm really sorry. Like, blah, blah, blah. Um, no, I just don't like them. Oh, come on, mate. You can eat around that. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. don't be that person that mm. makes that. I hate that. The, the high, the high maintenance that. thing yeah. of like, like you need to cater to me and like, I'm going to be super picky. It looks really bad on a first Oh, day. God. It's just trouble. And I don't like people like that. Trouble. Yeah. You know what? No, like, I don't eat meat. But uh, if it's on the plate, I'll eat around it. You're a very, like, really nice, considerate vegetarian, though. You're very laid back and you're very, yeah, it's yeah, just, yeah. Like, come on. Yeah. Mm. Okay. Yeah, that's fair. Okay. Next one. Similar a bit to Nathan's. They text like a teenager with lots of abbreviations and acronyms, like LOL, TTYL. <sighs> like, okay, you know what I'm going to say? WYA, where are you at? You know? Maybe it would be a deal breaker for me. It's a red flag. When I was younger, I used to do a bit of text language and then I started did, dating no? this no. older guy and he was like, grammar is important. And literally every single message I would say, and not in a horrible way, but he would actually correct me on a lot of stuff and wow. be like, oh, but in a jokey way, he'd be like, yeah. oh, come on. Like, blah, blah, blah. It, to the point where I actually started to pay more attention and I was like, actually, no, you okay. should, you'll be taken more seriously if you yeah. talk in the proper manner. Yeah. And now I have, I cannot remember the last time I used any abbreviation in a message. One of my pet peeves is when it's a, it's changed, but it's not making it easier for the writer. It's not even simplified or Yeah, all. Like, like was. That was a big thing in the UK. Like, you know, W-O-Z. And it's like the original is obviously oh, W-A-S. <laughs> you know, it's like okay. you're not saving any, you're not saving yourself any time. You just yeah. sound like a fucking if idiot. You're not saving the letters. Yeah. Like, yes. I think that's the thing. If it's, a, if it's a kind of abbreviation where you're actually saving time and it's a short thing, 
in a brief conversation, great. But if that's how you always text and you're not even saving time, I don't really get it. Yeah. yeah. I think yeah. I think text speakers evolved since Ooh, though. Yeah. No, I used to date date somebody who would take out all the vowels of letters when he texted. It was trying to be like a cute, like flirty language. Like I don't know how to describe it, but he would take out the vowels. So instead of like, where are you? It'd be like W-H-R-E, like R and U, like super, super like taking out vowels and random letters to make it. Just like, where are Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. He's like, he's like trying to be cute. But like, how is that being cute? I don't know. He's like trying to develop his own. I don't, I don't understand. Anyways, like, let's move on to the next one. Um, So on a first Tinder date you show up to, specifically a first Tinder date, you show up and they don't look like their profile picture. I'm going to say red flag, close to a deal breaker. What are the options again? Red flag. Love it. Love it. Red flag. I don't love it. Deal breaker. (laughs) What if you love it in the opposite direction? You're like, your picture was eh, but in person, wow, you look nothing like it, but in a good way. That's not really going to happen, is it? No, Sorry. not usually. Yeah. It, usually people don't look like their picture. I don't think it's because it's because it's better. I, I went on a date. You guys, what, what, focus on my game. Sorry. Thank I went, you. I went on a date in England and uh, I was dating this, uh, I, I got a Tinder match and she was absolutely stunning. But when I met her, it was quite obvious that that photo was a few years old. And I just thought in the day, I mean, it was fine. You know, I'm not going to walk out the day. And we had a, you know, we had a fine evening. But I just thought the audacity to do that. It's not even a, like, you can't even say, oh, this was me on a good day. It was blatantly a few years ago. The audacity to do to do that and not even bring it up or mention it or anything. I just thought, wow, that's that, you got some real nerve. So here's my thing about that, right? When it comes to appearances, like, Let's face it, in this day and age, like social media is such a big thing and people get a lot of insecurities. So if you're going to appear a lot different to what you did on your profile, then I'm going to make the assumption that you are probably very, well, not very, but somewhat insecure about something. And then I'm going to wonder, is that going to turn into something more? Mm. Is this going to... Be, like be an issue that we can't have like an intimate relationship and you like emotionally disattached stuff like that maybe i'm thinking too much into it but i would think those things slightly oh my god yeah i mean you're right I, you know you're right that's what that's what you would think because you think well why would you choose to do that when it's mm. so blatantly obvious like you can't say that it was just I was taken on a different day or the lighting or the setting because mm. you do look different in different yeah, photos. Yeah, sure. Too many looks. filters. Yeah, too many filters. Oh, that, that's a red flag for me. If, like, if sometimes girls on, on Tinder, they've got so many filters. It's like when they show up to the bar, if they've not got an- antlers or rainbows not coming out of their <laughs> mouth, then, it's like, then I am disappointed. Or a, or a freaking rainbow, you know, like, wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you yeah. on Snapchat? You have filters like that? I don't use Snapchat. Yeah, all like the big eyes, all like the kitten, like, you know, and, and then they turn up. The dog ears. And like, the yeah. man said, oh, are you Nathan? I'm like, yeah, I am, <laughs> but you can't be my date because my date's a half cat, half woman type <laughs> creature. That's not you. That's not you. I mean, you agreed to go on a date with her from those photos, though, so. We're talking about red flags and deal breakers, right? So I'm going to 
let you into my story of my last Tinder one goes off of the back of what yes. you would yes. think. Just right? so you guys know, we finished our game. That's it. And we want to talk about Elle's great story right but now. But write in with your uh, deal breakers and red flags. Yes, please. please. We would love to hear them because we're very curious about Eventually that. Eventually we'll get an email. I don't know when. But... We'll, let you, we'll let you know. Keep you posted. Okay, Elle? Okay. So I said about the secret... Uh, well, the sneaky sex story on Tinder, right? Mm-hmm. So for me, this, well, should I explain the story and then say what it was for me? Yeah. Well, give us a Yeah, a little background. bit. So this is related to so, like this conversation. Because... Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, so basically, this guy messages me on Tinder. We match and he messaged me going, one to 68. Right. Maybe I'm a bit old. I don't know. But I was like, what the fuck is 68? No, I have no idea what that means. So I had to look it up on Google because I didn't want to ask him. Turns out it's a one-sided 69. So I'm reckoning Which is... Just a blowjob or, like, giving head, whatever, right? Mm. So I message him back. I'm like, that's bold to message me at 4 a.m. with that. Sorry, that sounded really aggressive, but I didn't say it in that way. Um, you I was like, forward and aggressive. Oh, shut <laughs> um, so I was like, uh, okay, were you drunk? No, 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 I wasn't drunk. Anyways, then it gets on to, like, this kind of risky conversation uh to the point where so this guy was only visiting he doesn't have wechat or anything and normally i don't really add people but he intrigued me so much that i actually added him on whatsapp wow but previous to that he did send me some kind of erotic stories would you like me to read it out more than anything we're like, waiting please. in anticipation okay. get, so, do, you need, do you need a moment just to get your sexy voice on everybody you know? if you're listening Never. please have another <laughs> drink of wine and, may, and put your hand down your pants <laughs> this is gonna be hot I wasn't gonna say that but yes okay so this this was the start of it okay ignore the bad English sometimes I think dinner is going to have to wait I grab your hand and leave you, lead you over to the kitchen Pick you up and sit on the counter. I start kissing you on your lips and down the back of your neck. Back up your neck to your earlobe, giving it a gentle bite. Sorry, I'm trying. <laughs> okay. <ruined>. Wait. <clears throat> then I breathe heavily down your neck. <sighs> <laughs> so I just, I just want to add. I just want to add. Have you guys heard of a podcast? My dad wrote a porn oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> This is feeling a little bit like this. Okay. Yeah. Anyways, keep going. It's not plagiarism. Okay. It's China. It's fine. It's China. It's I'll fine. say that bit again. Yeah. Then I breathe heavily down your neck. <sighs> oh, God. <laughs> Giving you shivers through your body and here you start to breathe heavier. I slide off your shirt, kissing your back down your neck and on your chest. Undoing your bra at the same time so I can give your nipples some attention. You guys are ruining this. I can't speak. Um, wait, the last bit. Kissing your breasts and your nipples, getting you more and more worked up. So. Wait, can we just, wait. I just. Okay. He was a very busy person there, right? You know, how, and he's moving around a lot, you know, because you sat on the counter. How is he getting around to your back? <laughs> Wait, listen, listen. Logistically, Nathan, this is thinking, impossible. Listen, you're such a guy. Stop thinking so much about that, and just like you just have to don't think so logistically. First of all, L, how did you respond to that? How did you feel about that kind of texture? Like, I mean, that's a very different kind of approach on Tinder. Hey, listen. So, in all honesty, mm. the conversation was heading direction which I could kind of grasp, right? 
So when it came, <laughs> so when that came my way, I was like, oh, okay. Like, didn't turn me on, but I was a bit like, oh, okay, I'm gonna be in this conversation. But I wasn't about to like go ahead and like erotic story him back. So I was like, basically, go on. Yeah. <laughs> um, give me more. And he did. And it carried on, but then it got to the point where we started talking about other things and he was like, oh, you like wrists. Then he started messaging me pictures of him being in a mall, just taking a picture of a wall, like more, like a wall in the mall, being like, <laughs> oh, in the mall. <laughs> just like you remember that a wall in the mall, a wall in the mall. This is like a British Dr. Zeus. A wall in the mall. Is that, is that a thing, Dr. Zeus, you know, like the cat in yes, the hat? Yes, we know. We have that in America. Come on. Oh, okay. No, oh my it... God, we're not uneducated. Jesus. No. <laughs> okay, a wall in the mold. A wall in the mold. <laughs> She's like, um, fucking, come on, let's uh, let's have it. Like, all right, mate. Come on, let's go. Um, no, <laughs> I wasn't at all. So for me, it was more of a red flag because I was like. I clearly know what you want. Like, and I understand that coming from Tinder, but at the same time, I don't want to be out with you. Like, I know we're not even going to talk. You're just going to try and have sex with me straight away. Like, and I wasn't really feeling that. And I also felt like the stories came so quickly that he already had them pre-prepared. Oh, and he probably said, I feel that. It wasn't I feel original. That. It was yeah. like pre, like he pre came up pretty young as well, which isn't an issue for me, but in the way that he was Speaking in comparison to his story, I was no. like, mm, it doesn't really match. So red flag, see you later. See, I used to, when I was younger, I used to sext and I used to, you know, write stories like so that. So you don't I, anymore? No, I don't anymore. Okay. No, I just, I don't know if I find it uncomfortable. Okay. Or, you think, you know, because, yeah. you know, I'm, I'm not I a bad know. storyteller, you know, I can write. <laughs> okay. I can okay, write, okay, you know. Okay, okay, okay. I like, listen. So like L was the whole thing. Okay, sexy pros. I like that. Okay, but L was this like a red flag or a deal breaker for you, or were you intrigued? It was a red flag. I was intrigued, but red flag. Like I I wasn't going to go on a date with him. Okay. Like I I enjoyed that experience, but nah. Okay, I've got I've got a good question. Okay. You enjoyed the the first sex, and you like that was interesting, and it was a good story, even though logistically impossible. I just want to say to the the audience, if you if you listen back to that point. How can he get them anyway? What would he have, what should he have done to actually meet you in person after the sex? What would you have wanted? He needed to not like he needed oh, how do I explain this? Like not send me pictures of the wall. The wall in the mall. It's just like a like a basic thing. So don't, send send it. don't send a picture of a wall. Because I was intrigued by the stories, I think it gave him ammunition to then like go full speed ahead. Whereas uh. I needed him to be more like, oh, okay, so maybe I could actually create this. Maybe Hey, listen, I'll come around your house. Maybe I'll bring food. He assumed too much. Yeah, he assumed too much Uh, too quickly. And I was like, hey, like, we're not, like, come on. I need more than that. Like, Mm -hmm. I like, you know, you're going to excite me a lot more if you're going to build into stuff Mm -hmm. because you're teasing me. Mm -hmm. Love a good tease. Yeah, 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 for sure, for sure. I think we've all, like, yeah, you have those experiences when you're dating people. I'm trying to think. So, like, other experiences when you have those moments where you're like wow okay this is a red flag this is a deal breaker because the date I went on recently there was this guy that I met and he was a nice guy I'd met him somewhere like through somebody's friend of a friend um and basically like when we got on the date and actually sat down somewhere we had walked around for a bit first and then we sat down and the whole conversation was just dominated by like really deep like 
politics about everything. And like in expat life, like it happens. Of course, we all live in China, blah, blah, blah. But it just happened to be like so just deep and dark in a place that I was like, oh, for a first date, I just kind of want to get to know somebody first and like learn more about them. What do they like and dislike and interesting things. And it just like that whole thing just dominated the whole conversation. And I was like, this is not fun. And like, it, it like, we can talk about this later, but it was just not, not a great conversation. So for me, that was like, oh, okay, like, I don't want to, I don't know. I, was, I wasn't very inspired to have a second date with him. So. But, but was it original? Did you feel like it was different from the other dates? And there's... A different, yes, different, but not in a good way. Not because, like, way. I'm not opposed to, like, having deep conversations on a first date at all or, like, getting into, like, those nitty-gritty, like, you know. But the, I think maybe it was the way that the conversation was going. Maybe it was if him. It, maybe it was me. I don't know. If it was, like, politics and then maybe to move on to – uh, some yeah, another big sure. topic or something. Sure, I'm not opposed to deep po- topics at all. I think it was more like him, and like there, there was also no spark. Like that's another thing. Uh, so that's yeah. what I was going to say. Was there any way once you've done that conversation to ever bring it back? Because um, if you can't bring it back, yeah, if you can't bring it back, I think gone. it really depends on the person. And like, mm-hmm. I didn't feel that initial spark with him. And I was hoping through our conversations that I would kind of get to that point where I'd be like, yes, like I, I think you're a great person, and I would like to see you again. And then that conversation just led us deeper and deeper to a place and it wasn't you know i don't know so but if, anyways. if you went on a second date would, would you, are you Maybe. assuming that you might talk about politics again um, and there'd be no spark and it would you go on a second date? intellectual but i want to i want to say that i would give somebody a second chance of course like and it wasn't a it wasn't a bad date not at all but it was just different than i expected and i think i would go on a second date with him like he and i still talk sometimes i think he's interested and he's like you know just checking in and saying how are you doing mm-hmm. um we haven't scheduled anything but I, w- I would i would give it another chance he, it wasn't like that bad it wasn't a bad date at all it was just like different than i expected and not what I was hoping for from a first date, but you know, it could go either way. You never know. So it wasn't terrible. And I don't know. There you yeah. go. Yeah. Yeah, I th- I yeah. That's how dates are sometimes. Yeah. I think so. Like, yeah. First uh, dates. Yeah. First dates. Uh, but I think the takeaway from that is, is just being versatile and having a conversation and then moving on and trying to change, you know, talk about different topics, yeah, you know, just being to... open to be flexible. With yeah, for sure. For sure. Yeah. Okay. Well, you know what, guys? We talked for a bit about this dating game and about our deal breakers and red flags. Thanks for hanging with us. We're going to take a quick break now, and we will catch up with you guys in a second. Okay, so that's it for episode one, the official launch of Date Night Beijing. Thank you for listening in and sticking with us and hearing the stories. Uh, This episode was all about first dates. We wanted to talk about second dates, but we found there was so much to talk about. We're going to save it for another episode, aren't we, girls? Yes. Yep. Next time, please join us for our second episode of Date Night Beijing. So um, what has been the main takeaways? I mean, has has your opinions changed on on first dates? I mean, Eleanor, you, you know, typically you don't go on first dates a lot. Hearing these stories and about red flags and, like, uh, deal breakers, are you thinking that you need to uh, be a little bit more lenient in your views? Or? I think I do. I th- I'm generally a very open person, uh, maybe a lot of the time more so than most people. So I think maybe actually I need to hold hold back on if I was to go on a first date, but maybe I need to give people more of an opportunity to actually go on a first date. That's, that's a good takeaway. We've changed so many lives. Wow. Yeah. This podcast is changing lives. What about, what about you, Rach? 
I think it's good. I think like just with this conversation we've had today, we focus a lot on like some kind of funny, interesting things with dates and also like the, the red flags and like the, um, what is the other one? Deal breakers. Deal breakers. breakers. Yeah. Yes. Um, but I, I feel like it's also great. Like what Nathan and I talked about before the excitement, I think it's important to hold on to that a little bit and to just be excited about opening that opportunity to go on some first dates, but also keep in mind, you know, where do you draw your lines and that kind of thing. Yeah. I think that's, that's good. That's good. And and uh, please let us know. Uh, well, what we'd love to do, the whole point of this podcast is to build a community uh, because nobody's talking about dating in Beijing, and that's why we started the podcast in the first place. So if you've enjoyed this podcast and you've listened to episode zero, please share it with people, let people know, talk about it, because we really want to grow the community and we want to talk to you. We want to have a relationship with, we want to get into a relationship with people. Is that too needy? Is that too much at first? Ooh. Ooh. We do want to get into relationships. Yeah, Let's just, have the DTR I'm now. Just a podcast sluts. Yes. DTR. DTR. That, DTR. Do you guys not say that in England? Wait, I know D- DTF. DTM? No. <laughs> Wait, let me guess. Let me guess. Down to uh, rim. Rimming. Is it rimming? Is it rimming? <laughs> no, Nathan. Gosh, get your head That's out of the gutter. Know. No, and it, like, and it, like it's a acronym, like down. Uh, <laughs> see, now you've got it in my head. It's define the relationship. Oh, it's, it's basically. It, <laughs> it doesn't have to be a big conversation, but it's Wait, basically so a conversation where like you're just saying like where are we at. It doesn't have to be like are we seeing each other. Hang on a sec. Hang on a sec. So there's no rimming involved. Um, no, no. I'm not interested. Disappointing. <laughs> Disappointing. <laughs> You guys. Okay, so define the relationship. Okay. In, in case you didn't know, that's what it means. So we want the audience to uh, define their relationship with us. We want commitment. That's what we that's want. That's what we want. It's We're a big deal up breaker. Front. We're it's big a, up front. It's our yes, deal breaker. It's a deal breaker. We yeah. want commitment from you. We want to share it, and we want to. Sh- we want you to pass us around to all your friends. Yes, that sounds <laughs> a little bit like that's a video. Gang hashtag hashtag. Hashtag gangbang the podcast. Yeah. No, 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 no,